The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship via live streaming this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org and click on Watch Live. Christmas is festivities, it's pageantry, it's tinsel, and somehow we got it all mixed up. Christmas is Jesus coming into our hearts and into our pain and bringing healing and wholeness, bringing love. You don't have to prove anything to Him. You don't have to prove something to get His acceptance and love. You're already loved and accepted right where you are. You just need to recognize it and to turn to Him and receive Him. And in receiving Him, you're going to receive all these other things. Welcome to The Healing Word, a radio ministry of the Largo Community Church, and Merry Christmas. Pastor Morris is going to take us to the Old Testament, where we find a prophetic foretelling of the birth of Christ in the book of Isaiah, nearly 700 years prior to His birth. As we prepare ourselves for the celebration of Christmas, let's go to today's message, Jesus, the Wonderful Counselor. You know, there's not very many people that can really understand us. (laughs) We tell our stories and we, we look for sympathy and we, we share our pain and, and, and people try. They will nod. They will assure us that they're going to be praying for us. And that's wonderful. And we do need that. But there's only one who can actually experience the pain, who can empathize, who can come to us and find us where we are. And that's Jesus. He's the wonderful counselor. Jesus, the wonderful counselor. Say that. The wonderful counselor. You know, life isn't easy. It's not a merry-go-round ride, but a difficult, bumpy journey. Now, I haven't told you something that you don't already know, right? You know it's hard. You know it's not a merry-go-round. You know there are problems. You know there are hurts, pains, difficulties, setbacks, disappointments, sicknesses, disease, death, bereavement, grief, crises. Hey, do I need to go on? You already know that, right? Who wants to live (laughs) this kind of life? I don't. You don't. God can make things different. That's the reason Jesus came. And he's going to help us and bless us. Problems. I just listed a, a whole list of them. And I'm sure there are many, many more that I didn't list. But problems, major problems, minor problems. Problems have a way of sapping our energy and our creativity, taking that creativity away from us. Now, whether the, promise is a, the problem is a major problem or it is a minor problem, that doesn't make any difference. That, that's immaterial. Problems, major or minor, has the same effect upon us. It will sap our energy, making us tired, Physically, making us tired mentally. Even spiritually, we become tired and we don't have that enthusiasm. Problems, I'm talking about life problems, daily problems, will do this to us and it will take away our creativity so that we will continue to do the same thing over and over and never think of a new way or a creative way. We get up in the morning, we go through the day, we go to bed, we get up in the morning, we go through the day, same old, same old. There's no creativity to make any changes and that's where boredom comes from. Things get dull, we get dull. Problems, 
Problems come. And the, the thing is, listen to this. You know this true. Problems accumulate. Wouldn't it be wonderful if they'd just come one at a time? <clears throat> this one come. I deal with it. I get it straightened out. Set it aside and say, okay, Lord, I'm ready for the second one. Now I'm ready for the third one. No, when they, when they come, they come in bunches. They accumulate. They, they just stack up. Here I'm trying, I've got all, several problems that I'm trying to work with and resolve and <clears throat> get victory over and, and move beyond these, these problems. Uh, too many at the same time. Some of the problems, and I'll just name just a few of them, financial problems, the health problems, problems related to family and loved ones, work-related problems, problems parenting and raising children, marital problems, marital communication problems, aging parents and problems associated with aging parents and the decisions that we must make for our aging parents. Now, all this can happen in the very best of households. This is life. These problems come. Now, there are, there's one of two ways that we usually address problems or think of problems. And uh, one of them is we externalize these problems. A problem that is externalized, a person that externalizes a problem, usually will look on the outside externally to somebody else as the cause of that problem. And many times we're right. You know, uh, it, it can be a person where we work that's causing us problems, and we can identify that. It, it can be a teller at the bank. It can be somebody we live with. You know. I'll wait on you. Go ahead. <laughs> and, and we say they're, they're the cause, and they may be the cause. And, and we look at that situation or that circumstance, or that person, we externalize it. Then there are the, uh, another group of people who internalize it. There are the externalizers and the internalizers. And an internalizer looks on the inside and blames himself or herself. For, and, and they begin to accept the responsibility and blame themselves for the problems. And they think, well, what have I done now? And they just heap condemnation on themselves. Now, very often, that's the result of low self-esteem, to assume the responsibility and to say, I'm the cause of the problem. But there are many people secretly blaming themselves and wondering what they did wrong this time, and they're internalizing it. It's low self-esteem or memories of past mistakes, past failures, past inadequacies. Uh, these things we say are past, but they're in the present. We, that we can, they have, may have happened a long time ago, but we continue to remember our mistakes. We continue to remember our inadequacies, our failures. We continue to remember and say, and, and then we think, well, what did I do now? You know, to make things uh, all like they are. What, what did I do? Very often when a person internalizes, there's a, there's a, a an active inner child with the same childhood fears influencing adult life. Inside of some of great, big, strong men, there's still a little boy. Same fears, same feelings of inadequacy. Sometimes an adult woman. Inside there's a little girl. I was talking to a man one time. Um, <clears throat> I'm thinking I was... 
of this particular person, a big guy. I asked him one day, I said, how tall are you? And he said, I'm six feet, five inches tall. Uh, an ex-Marine, a lieutenant colonel in the Marines, uh, 50 years old, retired, uh, having various problems. And uh, what was happening was he's a great big burly guy, tough, sailing out orders. I mean, demanding and commanding. But inside of him, there was a little boy that was reaching out for help. And that little boy was still there suffering inadequacies, past mistakes, feeling so out of contact. You see, something happened way back there in his life and in some of you men here and in some of you ladies here. The fear of rejection or the the thought that you have to perform in order to be accepted and to be loved. You have to do something. There, There are strings attached. And so you're always trying and you're exhausting yourself trying to get love to come in. And you think if I do this and if I'm good and if I behave in a certain way, people will love me. Internalizing it. Problems. I mean, we live exhausted, worn out, tired lives. Always trying to keep up, to get love. Somebody accept us. That's a hard way to live. But most people are living that way. And so the question is, is there someone who will listen and understand me? Who will really listen? I mean, take the time. People sometimes will stop and you'll start talking to them and you know they're in a hurry. And while you're talking to them, they look at their watch and you know know that they, they have their own agenda. You know, they, they want to help. It's not that they don't want to help, but life is just as hectic for them as it is for you. And, and you, they want to understand, but it's so hard to understand another person and where that person is coming from and the pain that person is experiencing. It's so easy to judge them, but it's so hard to understand. Is there someone who can help us find the love and acceptance we need? Someone who will help us make right decisions because their life is just just an endless decision-making process. But, and we need help. We don't know what's up ahead. We're going to make decisions, and then we're going to live with the results of those decisions. Is there somebody who knows what's up ahead, who can help us, give us insight? Is there somebody who can do that? Somebody I can tell my deepest fears and insecurities to. Is there someone who has the power to heal my painful memories and to give meaning and lasting joy to my life. Is there somebody like that? Well, I, I, I don't know that we have that somebody uh, in the flesh, uh, a family member or a friend. And uh, I, I know that I try to understand and I try to listen and be empathetic But it's just hard to know a person, where that person's coming from, the history they're coming out of, the pains that they've experienced, things that they want to talk about, but they're afraid to talk about and afraid to reveal because we may think less of them. But they want to be loved and they want to be accepted. Is there somebody who will listen to me and understand me and help me? Is there someone? Well, I want to lead you to that one. I want to lead you to him. Like somebody said, I'm a nobody that's trying to tell everybody about somebody that is able to heal and save anybody. His name is Jesus. 
Say Jesus, the wonderful counselor. Well, then please, for your sake, your spouse's sake, your children's sake, your future's sake, go to the counselor. He's a wonderful counselor. And he stands waiting, ready to hear us, to talk to us, to share with us, and to help us. Somehow, somehow, Christmas's festivities, it's pageantry, it's tinsel, and somehow we got it all mixed up. But Christmas is Jesus coming into our hearts and into our pain and bringing healing and wholeness, bringing love. You don't have to prove anything to him. You don't have to prove to something to get his acceptance and love. You're already loved and accepted right where you are. You just but need to recognize it and to turn to him and receive him. And in receiving him, you're going to receive all these other things. And I'm asking you this morning, listen to me, please, for your own sake. It's your life. It's your home. It's your spouse. It's your kids. It's your careers. I'm talking about what's, what's yours. You can fix it with Jesus. Those vexing problems, you can fix it with Jesus. He can fix it with you. The two of you together can make it happen. And you can have a born again, new birth, baby Jesus living Christmas, all because you've turned to him and he has become that wonderful counselor to counsel you and to help you. I need him. I do. And I think you do need him also. And number three, what makes Jesus a wonderful counselor? Go ahead. He waits to be gracious. He's committed himself to you. In his coming, in his birth, in the cradle of Bethlehem. Hey, if that isn't a commitment, he committed himself and he is committed now to bringing blessing. He carries you in his heart. He loves you and his love is unlimited, immeasurable, unfailing, everlasting. Now, in your bulletin, in the sermon outline and on the screen now, you see a Chinese word. I don't know any Chinese, but I'm starting. I got a couple words now that I've learned in the last few weeks. And here's one of them. Here's the character. The Chinese word for character. You see it there? <clears throat> the Chinese word for righteous, I mean. The character. This is the, the symbol for righteous. There was a missionary that went to China a long time ago. And he told the Chinese people about Jesus, just like I'm telling you about Jesus. And he said, he's a wonderful savior. He loves us. He forgives us. He helps us with all of our problems, all of the cares of life, all the sins that we're carrying, all the the darkness that's in our soul. He told them over and over and over. Nothing seemed to happen. He was discouraged. He kept trying to communicate Jesus. Chinese just, they just weren't getting it. They were kind, attentive. They would listen, but it just never got through. Never got through. So one day the the, the missionary was studying theology and he was studying the Chinese word for righteous. And he made a great discovery. He found out that in this word, there are two words. He, he, it has a, it was, it was coded almost. A, a hidden meaning became revealed. Now, the one word, if you had cut it right in the middle 
and lift half of it up. There it is. It's the word for lamb. And the bottom symbol is the word in Chinese for I or me. And the missionary with, like, with divine revelation, I've got it. And he goes to these Chinese people and he tells them the word righteous, meaning to be right with God, right with your neighbor, right with your spouse, right with your children, right with your finances, right with your work, right with your career. Righteous. Righteous simply means I under the Lamb. And the Chinese, the lights went on and they asked him, they said, which Lamb are we to be under? And he quoted John chapter 1, verse 29. Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Friend, Jesus Christ has come. Position yourself under his authority, under his name, under his love, and allow him to become the counselor, the one who empathizes, the one who understands, the one who will listen, the one who will love you unconditionally, the one who will not condemn you, but forgive you. Position yourself under the Lamb. Put yourself there, your family there, your career there, all under the Lamb. Put your finances there. Things will become right or righteous. Under the Lamb. Friend, I want to tell you something. Listen to me. You have tried to fix it. It's not fixed, is it? Whatever you're trying to fix, it's still unfixed. It's still broken. But Jesus is the one. Jesus is the one. Say that. Jesus is the one. Jesus is the one who can fix it and make it happen. Now, I'm not going to stop this message right now. I know Sunday after Sunday I preach messages and we'll stay and we'll be dismissed. What I've been saying, God wants to do. I've told you an awfully lot today. I really have. From the word of God that we held close to us at the beginning of this service and gave thanks for it. Friend, it's more than just hearing the word of God. Today, we're going to allow the word of God to work. The message we've heard, we're going to be righteous under the Lamb. We're going to talk to the Lord about these problems. And I want you to do this. We're going to put our hands with our palms up on our knees. <clears throat> but before we do that, I want you to look here at me. Our hands are closed like this. We live closed lives. Secret lives. We're afraid to tell anybody. We know there's sin that needs to be confessed. But not only confessed, it needs to be repented of. In other words, stop it. Stop it. Why ask God to forgive you when you're going to know you're going to go out and do it again? He won't forgive. He won't forgive. You're in danger of losing your own soul. We have problems, financial problems, marital problems. Parenting problems. And we just want everybody to think the best. And so we, we hold it tightly within. We put on the veneer of a smile. But the pain is there. But nobody knows about it. Open it up to the Lord. He is the wonderful counselor. The one called alongside. The one who has compassion, feels your pain. Who can fix it and make it right. Righteous. Me under the Lamb.
We pray that you're being blessed by the messages that are celebrating the birth of Christ as we approach Christmas Day. But before we go today, here is Pastor Jack Morris with an introduction to a special musical selection that will warm your heart. Thanks, Eric. Friend, here's a song that I'm sure you're going to enjoy, A Christmas Carol, Oh Holy Night. Here is Michael Sonder to sing and to bless us with this great and beautiful Christmas carol. night the stars are brightly shining it is the night of the dear Savior's birth long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its Praise His holy name for 
sure to tune in tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you.